welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Oh my gosh, it feels good to be able to just sing that even though it's not in pitch or in tune or on point in any way. It feels good to be able to do that because I am a survivor of tonsillitis. It's no secret, this show isn't popping yet, but for the few listeners that I do have, I'm sure you did notice that there wasn't an episode last week, and I basically fell off of the face of the earth, and that is due to tonsillitis. Your girl was officially diagnosed and was in the hospital for tonsillitis. Mind you, this is the first time I have ever been in the hospital or have had anything really wrong with me, to be honest. And so this was a very um, life-changing, eye-opening experience for me. It was my first time being hooked up to an IV, having, you know, just doctors in my face asking me questions. It was it was very different. It was very weird. And it's something I definitely do not want to go through ever again. Now, tonsillitis, if you don't know what it is, it's exactly what you would probably think it is. It's something to do with your tonsils and your tonsils hurt at the end of the day. And so your girl could not swallow anything. I could not even swallow my own saliva. So I kid you not, I did not have a meal for over four days. No exaggeration. I did not eat or drink really anything for four days. Now, in a perfect world (laughs) or on a daily basis, I would love that because in my mind, that means I'm losing weight. But no, that was excruciating it was frustrating it was it was devastating because you you know me oh my gosh you should know that can't you just tell by the sound of my voice that I am I am thick I am a thick woman and I enjoy my foods and so for me not being able to have any food <laughs> for four days your girl was was strictly stricken to broth that's it and I could barely get that down and it had to be really hot broth because that was like the only thing I could manage anything cold hurt like just anything hurt um I had 104 fever um, I continuously was just coughing. I didn't have a voice for for a full day. I could not really talk. It was it was very painful. And so, I mean, if you've ever had tonsillitis, you of course should know exactly what I'm talking about and how painful the experience is. And if you haven't had ton- if you haven't had tonsillitis at all, God bless you, and I hope you never do have it. Um, it's something that happens mostly for children. I was told by my doctor, and so um, I took that as a sign that I needed to get my life together and stop acting childish. And so. Now I'm adulting and and hopefully after, you know, I finish my antibiotics and my prescription ibuprofen, I will no longer have to go through these childish disease bacteria 
tonsillitis things and I can just be an adult and just have migraines. I, I, I want to just go back to just having that. And hopefully that will now be the case. I appreciate everyone who reached out to me to see how I was doing in in the hospital. The hospital had cable, so your girl was was not under a rock fully. I just felt like I was suppressed by a heavy rock, but I still managed to um to watch my shows and um you know you know stay on the trending topics. <laughs> I could be on my cell phone even though they encouraged me not to because I was hooked up to machines, but you know that wasn't gonna stop me and the social media queen but yeah it I was still I was still above the rock and one last thing I would like to mention hospitals or at least the hospital I was in had horrible tea you get the worst tea review (laughs) from tea with Tammy I had the nastiest tea and it was so devastating because it was Wednesday the day that my podcast would have aired and I was just sipping on disgusting tea. It was just a miserable experience. It was just, I felt like I had hit rock bottom. I was drinking nasty tea and my podcast wasn't live. So your girl, your girl had hit some lows. But you know what? We we made it over that speed bump. And now we're back to drinking delicious teas. And we're back on the podcast game. Jumping right into teas, this week's tea is sparkling iced tea in the raspberry flavor. Um, This is a flavor that I am not really accustomed to. I'm not a big raspberry person, but I will say it fits this sparkling iced tea very well. It complements it and it really makes it taste fancier. Um, I'm not a big sparkling person either. I told you last time I was going to venture a tad bit out the box and try something new. And so this is sparkling and this is a flavor that I'm really not used to. And it actually worked out. It happened um, to be a win-win and so I I feel very refreshed um it's zero calories of course I'll have the information that I can find online about this tea so you too can sip this tea and I would say that it would go well with uh just a nice little um nice little you know meat dinner if you're trying to be a little schmancy at home make yourself a little you know steak and potatoes have a nice little sparkling tea it'll be it's real cute it'll be real cute get the raspberry tea flavor and you'll be okay details at teawithtammy.net and of course at the tea with tammy instagram page all right let me just mention again how much i missed you all like that one week was hell not being able to just speak to you all especially since so many things were going on you know if if you miss one week that's like a thousand years you know on the internet because so many things happen in one day so I mean some of the stuff has already expired so I'm not going to double back and talk about some old stuff that already you know been there and done that so let's just let's just keep uh just keep that foot moving forward and um, I'll touch on a few things the first topic that I want to get into is blackout tv I'm really vowing to Enter or be entertained by 
by black people. I feel I should be supporting my people a lot more, even though I, I feel like I do I do my part. I do my share. I feel I feel like I've I've met the the minimum, but I wanna do more. I wanna watch more black shows, black movies, shop at black businesses, and so now I'm focusing right now on having my TV just blacked out. I really wanna watch shows and movies that have all black casts or majority black casts and so let's talk about Atlanta. Atlanta is a FX show created, executive produced, and starred by Donald Glover aka Childish Gambino and it's you know it's loosely about you know young black males quote unquote trying to make it and it has you know some some hip-hop flavor mixed into it but what really makes this show a great show thus far because there's only been two episodes two episodes premiered on the first night and so it's only been on for one week but there's been two episodes and within those two episodes it was hilariously dark I, I'm a fan of dark comedy and it definitely speaks to that. And so that right off the bat made it amazing. And another, you know, detail I can describe it is that it was refreshingly honest. It had a lot of uncomfortable moments, a lot of truths, a lot of real world issues that maybe don't get you know, talked about in the black community or just on TV as often as it should. And so that is well made the first two episodes amazing. And it's getting great reviews right off the bat. Like this is a brand new show. One week, two episodes. It already has an 8.8 out of a 10 on IMDb and it has an 84% out of 100 audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. That is like, that's amazing numbers when it comes to a brand new show by a little Atlanta rapper. So (laughs) big ups to Childish Gambino because he is definitely doing the damn thing and I've heard nothing but great reviews. So I hope it continues to be excellent and set an example for the type of TV that we should be watching and, you know, the type of TV that we should um, invest in and encourage to have more of. And so highly recommended Atlanta. Another show has not started yet, but I do need to mention is Insecure. Um, Insecure is going to be on HBO. It's an HBO series, and it's it's set to premiere October 9th. October 9th. And it's created, executive produced, and starred by Issa Rae, a.k.a. Awkward Black Girl. Um, Awkward Black Girl used to be a YouTube web series, started back in 2011, and it was very witty, clever, smart, definitely the type of, you know, humor that the average black person would appreciate. Issa Rae is the type of person that speaks on black issues, black insecurities, black awkwardness, and she should be definitely championed 
and supported by the black community. I've been one to watch her closely. Um, She's had several or multiple web series online. She's had merchandise that I've bought. She wrote a book that I bought, read, which is definitely something that speaks to me. I relate closely to. It's called The the Misadventures of Awkward Black Girl. And now she's having a show that is loosely based off that book, that web series that she had before, and it's called Insecure. She, again, is very smart, very witty, very clever, very hilarious, and I'm very excited for the show. And so I encourage you all to support her just because she's one of us. She she really is. I feel that she's very relatable, and she's the type of person that you can probably call your friend. She definitely has one of those personalities where you're like, damn, she she's cool. I'd be her friend. And so definitely check out Insecure. It will be on HBO starting October 9th. I'm very excited. I hope you are too. Um, I'm just going to add that to the the Blackout TV list because, you know, she's obviously black because, you know, awkward black girl. And the cast is mostly black as well. So, you know, that's just another, another show to put on the list. I'm definitely serious when I say that I'm vowing to continue this blackout TV, you know, experience. I, I've also watched the first episode of Queen Sugar. That seems promising. I'm going to keep watching that show. Um, I actually finished The Get Down that was on Netflix. You know, that's a black cast as well. And I just watched the movie When the Bow Breaks. Black cast, nice suspense thriller. So I, I'm, I'm about this life. I'm, I'm here for my people. I want to support. I'm buying these movie tickets. I'm watching these shows, and I really do hope that you all can do that too. Even if you're, you're not black, I feel we need to support. You know the races of this country, of this planet, of this world, so we can evolve and we can create more. So definitely support black artistry and the creativeness of what's going on now. Speaking of black, um, there's a new new iPhone coming out, iPhone Seven. It will be available in jet black. Skirt, actually, it won't be. It's already sold out. <laughs> I actually just looked it up before I started recording because I was like, okay, let me get the details about this iPhone 7, blah, blah, blah. And it's actually already sold out. And so if you're wanting that new jet black color in the iPhone 7, you're going to have to wait a couple more months, um, depending on what area you're on, cause I, or your, what area you're in, I should say, just because I feel like if you're in, you know, in small town, nowhere, you're probably not going to get the first shipments of, of the new phones as opposed to maybe a big name city. So, I mean, I don't know. iPhone 7, it, it has it has its perks. It has, it has its cons, of course. Perks is supposedly, you know, there's double camera feature, clearer, faster, better, water resistance, which I feel like should be qualities that my phone should have already. But hey, I'm glad, I'm glad the iPhone 7 will have it. So I guess we're moving in the right direction. But this, um, this whole no iPhone or I mean, um, no, um, headphone jack situation I'm sure you've heard of has, 
has got to change immediately. I am not for it. I am not here for this. If you weren't aware, the new iPhone 7 will not have a place to just straight plug in headphones or an aux cord. And so if you're the type of person that um likes to play music in your car off of an aux cord, like myself, you're straight out of luck. You're going to have to switch to Bluetooth, which dies my phone very quickly. So... I'm I'm so frustrated and <laughs> there's there's pictures online surfacing of how to fix this problem and that is buying an adapter to plug into your your power slot so you can then plug in uh <laughs> your headphones or your aux cord and that is just doing the absolute most why do I have to buy an additional piece for my phone just so I can listen to something off of it. That seems very unnecessary. I already had to go out of my way to, you know, get the music onto my phone in, in whatever way. It might have been easy. It might have been difficult. In, in my in my world, it is sometimes difficult because I get my music off of the internet onto my laptop and then I have to get it off my laptop and then onto my phone and then now I have to get an adapter just so I can listen to said music that I got off my laptop onto my phone that I have to process through my adapter to my headphones through my aux cord. It is just, it is just so frustrating and I'm, I shouldn't have to do this much work. I should be I should be able to be lazier as time progresses and I should be able to have less pieces to my phone as time progresses. And I get that they're they're going to have wireless phone or headphones um for the iPhone 7 and so yeah, you'll have less pieces, it'll be more hip, it'll be more modern cuz there'll be no cords that are getting tangled, but if you ask me, that's just a bunch of BS. I am I am very uninterested in buying $200 wireless headphones when I have 17 pairs laying around my apartment currently hidden as a as a Where's Waldo right now and they all they all work and um they all cost money and they all need to be put to use, especially my Beats headphones that do have wires. And so that needs to get plugged into somewhere because Beats headphones are not cheap. I'm sorry, Apple. I feel that was a step backwards. But at the end of the day, you know your girl is probably going to end up buying it. It's not going to be right away because I, I love my iPhone success that I have now in rose gold because I'm fancy like that. But... Maybe in 2017, I'll I'll switch over to the iPhone 7 like everyone else and save up my lunch money to buy these fucking wireless headphones. But for for the meantime, I'm going to complain like everyone else and I'm going to retweet these memes about this adapter is just doing the most. Definitely a topic I still had to touch on a bit, even though the news is a bit old now. But like I said, I was out of commission. I was in the hospital and I still needed to touch on the iPhone 7 because culturally it's a big deal. Apple and iPhones aren't going anywhere anytime soon. And so your girl had to speak on it. But the last thing I really wanted to just really get into um, for a topic is how much should... 
should a man or maybe I should say someone um, spend on the first date? This isn't a new topic. This has actually been a discussion um, for for centuries now on what is an acceptable acceptable amount for someone to spend on the first date. Now, me personally, it's it's just hard to say an actual number because there's so many factors into how this first date comes about. But I will I will go over some simple basics that will help you determine how much you'll need and and you know if you should be going on a date in the first place let's be honest so the first thing is you really need to just be honest with yourself and ask yourself hey are you living paycheck to paycheck can you actually afford to be feeding and entertaining someone else for the day Are you going to be mentally adding up and totaling everything that your date does and selects and determining if you're going to make it to next payday if they do or pick something to do that is just outside of your budget? And if the answer to any of these questions makes you feel uncomfortable, be honest with yourself and just stop. Do not ask out whoever. Do not say yes to the date. Don't don't go through with it because you're just gonna. It's not gonna be an enjoyable date. It's not gonna be fun. In the back of your head, you're just gonna be constantly thinking about money and the things you can't afford. And so, until you're in a comfortable spot to pay for someone to have a good time, including yourself, because you can't just be the person that sits here and orders water and lets your date order whatever off the date, because that's awkward and that's weird. And so you have to be able to fund yourself and someone else comfortably, then you should be able to go on a date. If if you're not comfortable, if you're not okay with that, if you're going to be thinking about how much overdraft fees you're gonna have to be paying because you can't cover the ticket of the food, then you should not be going on a date. Point blank, period. And then after you're honest with yourself and you've determined that, okay, yes, I feel as though I can comfortably entertain myself and someone else with my bank account, then you have to, you know, you have to, determine what type of expectations are you setting for the person that you're asking out or going on a date with. You really have to ask yourself, hey, how much do I like this person? And should I be building this up to be something amazing so I can really impress them? Or is this just something that I'm testing the waters and I just want to, just to fill them out? Because that can really determine how much you're spending and what activities you're doing. If your first date is off of Tinder and you swiped right and you really don't know this person at all, you just want to fill them out, you're probably just going to go to a bar, buy one or two drinks and be done. Um, I mean, if it goes well, maybe you can continue on and do something else, but that's not really an exciting 
date where you're impressing someone or you're setting high expectations. And so for something like that, your your typical Tinder date, you don't have to have a million dollars in your bank account. You're probably good with a good $40, two drinks, and then you're done. You know, that's a wham bam. And then, you know, hopefully you can continue or you can just say thank you, ma'am. But if this is something serious, someone you you know you met at the office or in class that you've really had your eye on for a while and you really want to show them a good time and let them know who you are and really get to know them, then boy, you need to be prepared and you're really going to have to let them know you know, how, how interested you are in them. And that doesn't necessarily mean you have to make it rain, but you, you have to let them know that you value them. You know, you're, you're, you're right. You're probably thinking just because we go to a fancy restaurant doesn't mean that, you know, he really cares about me. He could just be wanting to get in my pants, you know, but Hey, if he took the time to set a reservation, hey, that shows something. I mean, that's that's in my mind. And so if you took the time to go to a nice restaurant and set a nice reservation, okay, all right. He's got some money and he he's investing some time. Shows that he cares. But the third thing, the key thing to all of this, you just really have to just be prepared. You have to be able to roll with the punches and be spontaneous because anything can happen on a date. Anything. You could be out with a girl. You know, you can be at Chili's doing the two two for 20 and you think everything is just going great. Tickets going to be cheap. You know, everything's going smooth. You're not spending that much money. Y'all are laughing. Y'all are giggling. She gets a text message and she's like, oh my gosh, my friend just said that, you know, so-and-so's playing in town tonight. That's my favorite band. Let's go. Tickets are $50 per person. And (laughs) if you expected to just spend $20 at the two for 20 at Chili's, um, that date just went downhill for you and it's unfortunate because you weren't prepared. I looked online and Cosmo said if you're a college student, you should be prepared to spend up to $100 on your first date. That, I don't know if I necessarily agree with. Um, I've been to college, I've graduated college, and I don't know what date is costing $100 in college because... Um, we're broke. <laughs> Books are expensive out here. And there are so many deals, coupons, you know, Groupons that you can take advantage of. You being in college, you have a college ID that you can swipe to get that 10%, 20% off. There is no need to be spending $100 on your first date. Y'all should be going to a free sporting event that you get into with your student ID. You can hit up college night at um, the bowling alley and only spend, you know, 2 to $5 per person. And hit up that happy hour at that sports bar or that college bar or that wing, wing place 
and only spend about thirty dollars. Like it's it's not that it's not that difficult. I don't know why you would need to spend a hundred dollars on one date in college unnecessary unless you're one of those people that are just really serious and trying to get locked down and married in college not me obviously but um it also said that for an adult you should be prepared to spend up to 200 to 250 dollars this is from cosmo now that that's not ridiculous and again it, it really depends on a lot of factors it depends on you know where you live um, things cost a lot more in New York than it does in Texas and where I am. From what I heard, a movie ticket in, you know, up east is about $15, when here it's about 10 So, you know, just there, there's a price difference. But to be honest, um, if I was a guy, I would not, not be spending $250 on the first date. I'm sorry, I would not be. And me, as a woman wanting on wanting to go on a date with a guy I'm not expecting you to spend $250 either like what are we like what are we doing we must be getting hella hella entertained because I'm the type of chick that likes to go bowling or to the movies I can do painting with a twist I can do simple activities we can go to a bookstore like I am not a pricey expensive date and so I don't even understand what would cost $250 I don't even know restaurants that <laughs> I don't I don't think I've ever spent $250 on food before. So, where are we going? I'm obviously just your regular schmegler girl from Texas that um isn't accustomed to fine things, obviously. And so I'm okay if you take me to the the barbecue shack and get me a barbecue plate as long as it's done in style and I don't see roaches on the floor, you know, we're not in the ghetto, then we should be fine. I'm not gonna judge you. I mean, I like food. I know food doesn't come in, you know, the the prettiest places sometimes. I like trying new things. I'm not very judgmental when it comes to money and you know status like that. So I really don't understand what's the need to spend two hundred and fifty dollars. But I will say, if you ask me this a few years from now, when my podcast is popping and I'm, you know, I'm semi-famous, I might be a little bit more bougie and I might expect $250. But right now, I'm still just your regular schmegler girl from Texas, and I think $250 is a bit excessive. If you're curious with me, an ideal date is you feeding me and you entertaining me. I love going bowling. Bowling is not expensive at all. I think two people can bowl for about 20 to $30. My favorite restaurant, Papado's. My favorite dish there is the pasta. It's about $25. If I get one drink, that's about, you know, $10. And so, I mean, 40 80 so yeah, about 100 $100. And that's two adults being entertained and fed with drinks. So, I mean, you know, give or take a little bit more for for gas and tips, but it's it's not I don't I don't feel like you should be spending that much money, especially on the first encounter. I feel you should really be dishing out the big bucks when it comes to the third date when you really are starting to like someone and let them know that, hey, I want to spend 
more time with you. I this is a time that you know. Um, I I want to really be someone that's in your in your regular routine. So let me show you that by taking you to the best restaurant in town. So that's when you start, you know, impressing someone. I mean, first impressions are nice, but you don't have to go all out. And so when it comes to how much to spend on the first date, if you're spending more than let's let's just cap it at 150. Two adults going on a date, cap it at 150. If you're spending more than that, you're either in a region of the U.S. that is pricey or you're just, you're not a regular schmegler like me. You're not a regular schmegler girl who um, enjoys just Papados. Um, Papados is nice enough for me. I don't need to go to the high end, you know, where I have to wear a ball gown (laughs) on my first date. I feel like that's uncomfortable anyway. So depends on the type of person, where you are, expectations that you're setting. But if you're spending more than $150, boy, bye. I ain't got time for it. You shouldn't have time for it. It's only the first date. What are you doing? To each their own, as they say. But that's all I really wanted to touch on today, or this week, I should say, when it comes to tea with Tammy. I really do appreciate you all um, not throwing a fit during my hiatus and being in the hospital with tonsillitis, but I'm back. Um, you can probably tell in my voice a little bit that I'm still a little little congested, a little a little sore, but other than that, I'm back. There is a new volume of Tea with Tammy Sound. We're on 11. Um, it definitely has some some hot tunes, and I'm not even exaggerating that. Definitely something to check out, something to jam, something you can put in your car, something you can put on at a party, something you can just jam while you're cleaning, while you're eating. It's an all-around playlist, and it's definitely shareable. So go to soundcloud.com slash tea with Tammy, share the link. You can find the 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 playlist on teawithtammy.net, of course. You can follow me on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and of course SoundCloud, all at Tea with Tammy. You can find the latest when it comes to the blogs that I post, the teas that I sip, and the podcasts that I preach and speak. And so definitely follow the brand, share the brand, and until next time, sip some tea.